Hello everybody and welcome to the first St Ronan's Radio for the second half of this autumn term. We've got Mr Andrew with a few updates since we've changed a few things around the place. Uh, we've got Father Yuri with his chapel thought for the week. And we have Mrs Hinch with the update on the girls' house matches. You remember we had Mr Fox telling us about the boys' ones before half term. We're also playing Guess the Room. This week we have a room that is named after a building that was built in 1851 to have a huge amount of things from all around the world. It was a massive building. There were 14,000 exhibitors who gathered there and it was about 92,000 square metres, almost as large as Mr Fox's uh, new extension. Good morning, Richie. Good morning, everyone. I uh, hope you're well this Thursday morning. Uh, just looking ahead, we've been really lucky with the weather this week, uh, but well done playing in the uh, on the hard surfaces. I hope your teachers have told you now, because we're wearing the trainers throughout the day, really got to keep off the grass and mud, otherwise it's just going to move around the school and onto the Astro and the sports hall. So make sure you keep off the mud. Uh, also, looking ahead to tomorrow, it would normally be Remembrance Sunday, and uh, unfortunately we can't all meet in the, great, in the chapel, so we're going to do this. Uh, remotely, so uh, for uh, gathering tomorrow, we're going to be doing Armistice Day and your tutor groups. Um, and also today also would have been a bonfire night. And I know, again, we haven't uh, uh, had an opportunity to do this today. But uh, look back fondly at all those amazing firework displays that we've had at St. Ronan sitting on the terrace or standing on the terrace. And uh, think about next year and uh, you know, we'll all be there again and uh, watch the fireworks then. Anyway, guys, well done for a great start after half term, organising yourself so well uh, in the new play areas and stuff like that and uh, really getting to grips with the school term. Uh, so proud of you. And I'll speak to you again next week. Well done, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry about that. I tricked poor old Mr. Andrew because he thought the radio was going to be coming out uh, yesterday. Uh, of course, it is the 6th today. Do not readjust your clocks. Father Yuri now has his thought for the week. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back. Welcome to November. And indeed, I hope you've had a good half term. Because, of course, for many people today, it's all going to go back to being a little bit different again, isn't it? With the government telling people that you shouldn't really be out and about unless you're going to school or unless you have to go to work. And then, of course, if you look over to the other side of the Atlantic Ocean, of course, there's a very big country and, and, a, and a good friend of our country's, which is trying to decide who's going to be its new leader. And you'll probably have picked up there's quite a lot of argument about all of that. And indeed, if you remember from your history, and I'm sure that you do, Today, November the 5th, of course, is a time when traditionally people would have had uh, bonfires and fireworks to sort of not really celebrate, but more sort of think back and remember um, Guy Fawkes and his attempt to change politics in our country um, by trying to do what he was planning the gunpowder plot and of course it didn't work and of course he was arrested and then faced trial for what he tried to do but of course most people will remember that as a time when actually it's good 
fun to have bonfire and to safely let off fireworks. Of course, again, it's going to be one of the other things at the moment, thanks to that virus, that probably will not be happening very much at all, unless uh, many of us have, happen to have a little bonfire uh, or a fire in the hearth at home this weekend. But it made me think, actually, because there's a quite a lot of things that remind me about disagreeing at the moment. There's the there's the election in America, there's Guy Fawkes and Parliament and the King and all the disagreements there. And then, of course, we're hearing a lot of our politics in our country about, you know, what we should be doing, what we should not be doing. And, of course, disagreeing in many levels is completely normal. And, in fact, you know, we've all got our own opinions, our own way of thinking, and that is very, very right. And it is right that we actually voice what we think. But then what we actually do with what we think and, and whether whether we sort of make further steps to sort of develop arguments, I think is something that really we quite often need to avoid. Now, of course, you know, you'll be used to having arguments uh, at home and at school, uh, particularly when things aren't going your own way. Uh, usually it'll be something whether you're allowed to do something or not, or it might be on the sports field about who's got possession of the ball and who's passing or not. It might be, you know, if you're in a play or a piece of music or performing a piece of music and somebody gets the words wrong or the notes wrong and you all look at them and go, Ugh. But of course, you know, it's all it's all normal disagreements because we're because we're not all just programmed to be right all the time. Now, one theme I know from both Christianity and indeed most of the faiths and religions and beliefs around the world is a comment which helps us understand, actually, if we do disagree and if we're very different and have different opinions and want to do different things to other people, it helps us to channel our thoughts on how we should respond and react. And this basically goes, treat others as you would like them to treat you. Now, I think you spend a lot of time, especially at wonderful schools like St. Ronan's, learning how to do that, thinking about others before you think about yourself. But I just thought, wouldn't that be a great thing if people around the world, especially in all the areas of disagreement that we hear about, actually stood back and took a, took a, took a pause and thought, what am I being like? And actually, how am I coming across? And what would I like if people were like that to me? Anyway, don't forget, treat others as you would want them to treat you. Now you go off and have a really good day of lessons and fun. Bye for now. Thank you very much, Father Yori. That's always excellent advice there. Clue two for this week's Guess the Room. Unfortunately, we can't go and see uh, this building that our room is named after. It was destroyed by fire in 1936. So unfortunately, we can't go and see this building. It was destroyed by fire in 1936. Nobody really knows what started the fire. Um, if you ever drive into Hastings, you'll see signs telling you that it was the birthplace of television. And John Logie Baird did start his experiments into television there. He then moved to this enormous building that our room is named after, and some people say he just simply used too much electricity to try and get his television signal uh, broadcast over a nice wide distance. However, he would say that the building was burnt down by people who wanted to sabotage his work on developing his particular version of television. Here we now have Mrs Hinch and she's going to tell us uh, all about the girls' house matches which have been taking place this week.
And that was the lovely strains of Harry's Prayer Grandstand just dying away. I am down here because we have a sports report from Mrs Hinch today and I'm in her lovely cosy sports office. Isn't it nice down here? It's wonderful down here in the office. It was wonderful until this term, wasn't it? And when you were joined, you were joined by another office holder. <laughs> yes, I have the delight of Mr Fox, who's become my, my very own PA. Ah, very <laughs> useful. Here. Yes, put him to work. Where's the coffee <laughs> machine? Go on, Mr Fox. Off you go. So, uh, it's been girls' house matches this week, hasn't it? I it think this is. It has. We've yeah. had a wonderful week of um, hockey inter-house leagues, because um, we're about to finish off our season so we've really enjoyed our matches and I have to say every single team um, has played some superb hockey there were some very close matches so it's very exciting fantastic that's good to hear uh, hopefully our boys will be producing such good hockey next term as well um, and how has it all gone who has run out as the winners well it's it's interesting it's a mixed bag of results um, with the under 13s uh, we had Selden as our, our winners um, but they actually uh, drew in equal first place with Bicton so it's a very close run tournament but that clinched first place based on goal difference so Selden were the winners of the under 13 league um, in the under 12 league it was Selden again so Selden doing very well at the top of the school there um, and then with the under-11s, it was Bicton who took uh, the top spot in first place. And then again, uh, Bicton were successful in the under-10 tournament. Again, um, drawing with Tongs with this time in first place, but again mm. clinching the first place position with their goal difference. So that was the hockey. Very good, very good. And have we got uh, some under nine results for us today? Was yes. That... Well, we've got some under nine and under eight. So we had our netball into house because our, our younger girls are playing netball this season. So the under nine tournament today, uh, victorious in the first place were Tongswood. So congratulations to the Tongswood under nine girls. And in year three, we only have 16 girls. So we had a great inter-house because all the houses joined forces together in various different combinations to play their matches and earn points for their house as they went. Um, and it was Tongswood again who came out on top spot for the year three girls under eight netball. Excellent. Well, it sounds like there was <laughs> quite a lot of fun in that one. Yeah. Complicated, complicated structure. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Mrs Hinch. That's a much quicker report than Mr Fox usually gives us. Let's uh, see if we can get on to Talk Sport or Radio 5 Live. Thank you, Rich. It's been a pleasure. And now we have the last clue for guests of the room. Uh, if you talk to any of the Ellison family, they would tell you that this room is actually named after the best football team in the entire world. If you talk to Mr Fox, he would probably tell you that it is in fact the worst football team uh, in the entire world, as Brighton supporters for some reason have a real uh, antipathy for supporters of this team. So this uh, room is also named after a football team. Here's a little jingle, and I'll tell you the answer after that. And this week's guest of the room was, of course, 
Crystal Palace, yes. The Crystal Palace was a huge exhibition centre, which unfortunately was burnt down in 1936. It was called the Crystal Palace because it was made out of huge sheets of grass. Uh, If you go and have a look at the Alexandra Palace in North London, you'll get a bit of an idea of what it looks like. John Logie Baird uh, was trying to get his television working there. Uh, The television we actually used was not the one he invented. It was invented by a rival. Um, So unfortunately, he was unsuccessful in the end. Uh, Have a great week. We've got uh, the service tonight of Armistice Day. uh, So make sure you watch that this evening and go well. Speak soon.